All right. Tyrone Talks back for you. Uh, episode six. Here we go. I uh, am feeling pretty good today because we have a super special guest here today and uh, we're in a new spot here too. So I, I think we really are going to enjoy this show because this is a guy that I've known uh, for a long time. All right. I'm uh, going to go back maybe 15 years plus. Uh, he's a trooper. He's been on the front line. He's like me. Uh, no BS. He goes right for the point. And uh, he's why he's on the show. Uh, I think that you guys are really going to enjoy this episode because he's the kind of guy that is going to give it to us straight. Uh, he's the first New Jersey realtor that I've had on the show. Okay. So the last five have been uh, all Philly realtors because obviously we're in uh, my backyard over here, but I, I, you know, when it came to thinking of who I wanted on as my first Jersey guy, of course, his name uh, came to play. So we're talking about Pack Warren. Of the Gorman Group, welcome. Thank you, Alex. Uh, happy to be here. No, I'm glad you're here. And uh, we're going to take you through, or you're going to take us through what you're seeing out there, right? So the reason I do this every week is I'm, I'm trying to really get a point of view of what we're seeing on the street, right? This thing has changed so dramatically this year that, um, you know, I'm trying to get a real feel from guys like you uh, that are doing it every day in the trenches. But before we go there, tell us a little bit about yourself, when you started, um, your, your background, and then we'll start rolling from there. Awesome. So uh, once again, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Um, I started selling real estate uh, when I was in college. So I was going to Rutgers Camden and I was already investing in real estate. So um, I figured it was a good idea to get my license um, as it would help me keep my finger on the pulse and, and help me get deals. And I could also make the commissions and 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 I did I did pretty well with it. it you know, I started in um, like 2001, 2002, and um, I I was able to pretty much pay my way through school um, on sell, your own, on my own. Um, and I was you know, kind of stuck in that middle class trap where um, I wasn't able to even borrow enough money to go to school. Uh, but my parents didn't have excess money to to, to pay for my schooling, so. Um, it was a really nice opportunity uh, where, you know, I was just pretty much fresh out of high school and it was a place where you could come and, and make real money um, and, and still go to school at the same time. And I wanted to finish college and, um, and I, I, um, I didn't do it to the, to the degree that I do it now, but we always had about, you know, five to ten deals in process and I'm sure, as you remember, back, you know, before the boom, we, you know, we throw as much against the wall as possible and hope that it would stick. And a lot of it would not stick. Right. Not, uh, not that we do that now. Of course not. Never, <laughs> we, ever. We don't ever do that. Ever, right? ever, we, ever. We, we try to stay clean now. And, you know, those days are way behind us. For sure. We for, hope. For sure. Uh, for sure. Right. So, okay. So, so <laughs> I, I, um, I, I was good with that. So I had a friend of mine, a good friend of mine. Uh, I actually started flipping houses with, and his dad owned a brokerage, and um, I started working for him, and he gave me kind of like a like a Lincoln lawyer kind of training. I would meet him at his house in the morning, and he would we would drive around in his Cadillac, and and he gave me like a very um, uh, special kind of one on one training um, where I learned the business, you know, um, in the trenches, uh, day by day, uh, you know, learning trial by fire, and. Um, you know, and, not to, not to cut you off, but that's a, that's what's called a good mentor. You're not kidding, right? Oh. So, and I've been saying this every week: uh, a good mentor goes a long way. You gotta have a good mentor. You gotta have somebody who you can look up to, who you uh, you know learn the ropes. Um, you know, tells you the rules, the guidelines. You need someone that really will hold your hand in the beginning. If you don't have that, like Pat had, you're you're gonna have a problem. You're not kidding, and and I'm certain my life would be different without him. And unfortunately, he's not here anymore. And I wish he could be here. That's a shame. Yeah, I'm to sorry see to hear me now. That. But um, but it, it was awesome. And um, so eventually, I graduated college, and of course, I wanted to get you know a real job uh, with my degree. <clears throat> and a friend of mine was uh, working selling packaging in Ohio, and his his uncle was the regional manager for the company. 
So I moved out there and I sold packaging for about um, for about three years. And and um, my 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 wife was not happy living in the Midwest at all. And we were thinking about having a family and. Uh, we ended up moving back to to New Jersey, and I moved back to New Jersey right around 2009, 2010. You know when the whole world pretty much collapsed. So, uh, you know, my full time job was finding yep. a job, right? Yep. So, um, you know, I had a lot of uh, trial and error and failure, and yep. um, and the the real estate market was tough. And, and and so, let me ask you something: Do you think the real estate market? is as tough now as it was when you first started then, or is this a tougher market uh, now or then versus what it is now? I think it's a tougher market now, but I, but now I have the relationships and I, and I built the foundation. You have a book of business. Yeah, I have a book of business. I have a real book of business to sustain me um, and the relationships that I built. Yeah. And I'm a, a much more mature person. My work ethic is different. I have a family. I have. I mean, even listening to this guy speak right now, I could see the maturity of what I've seen from him over the last ten years. And I'm not lying. Uh, you know, me and him have come far, um, and that's why I have him here. It's not. We've we've been through some you know some crazy things when we first started together doing deals. I mean, me and him were gangbusters. Uh, you know, just let's get the deal closed and, you know, what guidelines, right? And who, what manager and, and, and what company, right? It was our own business, our own company. And we, we really came from nothing. I, I, I'm going to say that is truthful. I know I'm not trying to say that to be uh, some type of cool person. To, that, that's not what this is about. It's more about having a guy like this to say that you truly did come from nothing in this business in a very hard time and made himself something, and, and that's where I think I, I align really good with you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that, Alex. And really, you you were the first person that really took a chance on me. I didn't have, I wasn't really doing any real business. Um, I was looking for somebody to help me with marketing um, and help me get off the ground. There is never a request that I made of you that you haven't said yes immediately. Um, and, and, and I always want to make sure I had a deal or two in the hole where you knew, sure. you, you know, you weren't, you, you weren't chasing anything, but, but you did, you took a chance on me and, um, and that meant a lot. And, and it was very helpful. I, I was working on a shoestring budget. Um, I was going to work, but you know, before my kids woke up, I was coming home from work after my kids were already asleep. Um, the, the times were tough. Money yeah. was tough. Yeah. Um, and and it, it was a real grind. Um, and then we turned the corner, right? So you started yeah. doing some good business. We started um, doing you know. some good. I, I, I even remember calling you and saying, you know, Alex, we have four settlements tomorrow. Right. Right. How are we going to make it? I said, Pat, th this is a good problem. Yeah, it All is. Right? I, said, well, it I, is. I hope we have this problem it's true. every day yeah. where we have more Multiple settlements. Multiple closings where I couldn't be at the closing, right? Because I can't be two places at one time. Absolutely. And I think with, with, with realtors and loan officers, you know, they – if you book uh, multiple closings in one day, it's very tough to be there at the same, uh, two places at the same time, right? So, Certainly. So you try to go to as many as you can go to to show up for, for guys like you. Um, but you're right. Once you have that many on the board in one day, it started to get tough. But that was a good problem, um, you know, so. It was a fantastic problem. And, and my, you know, my real estate career really took a turn um, when I really started focusing more uh, the the other just to touch real quickly with with my mentor he taught me about dialing for dollars dialing for dollars knocking on doors and making it happen right that, like your there's I think there's a lot of agents out here that are waiting for business to fall in their lap and don't get me wrong I think I'm great too and people should know I'm great and they should just know I'm the best agent out here and I'm a pit bull and I get it done and 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 everyone should just call me why, why would anyone call anyone other than me you'd be crazy not to call me you know I think like that every day <laughs> I still do I, I, I and that's I, not I know and that's I know everybody's laughing that, <laughs> whoever's watching this right now right so because that's not an ego problem okay that's called I put in the work like he does right yes, why yes. isn't everybody calling me? Why right. isn't everybody coming to me? Like you start to think to yourself, I am, I feel like 
I, I should be the best one on the street because I put my dues in and I worked hard. And, you know, if, if they only knew me right. and knew how I worked, right. I would get the deal. Absolutely. And if they did, you, you, if they knew you, you would. You, right. you would. Right. And if they knew the, the, the lengths you went to and, and, the, and the integrity that goes into the deals, there's not a lot of agents where... Where things go wrong, it's not even your fault, and you're like, no, what, you know what, Pat? I'm I'm gonna make it work, no matter what it takes, um, it, whether it's losing money or, and I'm not saying Alex is out here to lose money, but Alex will. But do. unfortunately, that is the name of the game. It happens. You know, you win some, you lose some. I say that to the new uh, loan officers that I that come on with me or want to talk about coming on uh, the, the Tabernay Group team, or you know, maybe they just want to do their own thing and not come on a team. Whatever it may be, they may just ask my opinion or my advice. My advice is you win some, you lose some, right? You know how many I lost before I won? You know how many deals I still lose a month where I go in the backyard of my house or in the street and yell as loud as I can yell and people think I'm, something's wrong with me? I mean, that's, you know, it's true. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's embarrassing that I still act like that after 25 years, but I still take it personal when I lose a deal. I take it personal that uh, that we couldn't do it, that I lost one when I should have won that one. Absolutely. And when you put your heart and soul into your work, it's really hard not to take it personally. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I try really hard not to take it personally. And and if you really take all these things personally, you'll lose your mind. You, yeah. you really will. You lose your mind. It affects the way you parent. It affects the way you treat, you know, you react with your spouse or, yeah. uh, you know, your friends, your coworkers. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have to take it with a grain of salt, but, and also it's not all about the money. It really was a point where I was like, you know, I'm going to help as many people as I can help. And when I really took on that mentality and really took it into my heart, the business just started taking off, right? Taking off. It's right? like, you can't get away from it then. Right. You know, the business takes off to a point where like, you're almost like, I can't believe this. Right. Like, like, right? Like, how right. did this happen? Uh, right. Almost like, like, why am I exploding? Right. Like, like, a, like I didn't do anything different. <laughs> <laughs> but all of a sudden, But now, it just now, doesn't stop. Right? Now, now, right. now it's happening. You know, um, uh, I, I know what you're saying. So. Uh, for, for sure. And um, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful business to be in. And, and we're just now starting to um, kind of separate into divisions where, you, you know, I'm, I am very investor heavy. And, um, you know, but I still, I feel as if investment deals are, are, are more complex than your typical retail deal. Correct. And um, I feel as if, you know, your normal, you know, seller looking to sell a home, you, you know, your normal buyer looking to buy a home to live in um, is a pretty simple process that, that if you know what you're doing, you can streamline it. Yeah. You know, you can, you can avoid your pitfalls. Uh, as best as possible, you know, you educate your buyer and educate your seller. Um, and yeah. um, so I, I think you and your your listings, you know, so Pat's listings have gone up dramatically. I mean, I think before the show, he was telling me that he has, you know, over 50 some listings over the last few weeks. Yeah, that is, you know, kudos to you and amazing yeah. numbers to do in a market that most realtors are telling me uh, that they don't have anything right. So, so to, for those types of listings uh numbers to get are, are just amazing so you know how does one do that right now in this market i guess you know that <laughs> i don't know you know and, and, and I, I briefly told you before before the show i have a fair amount of clients who are realtors themselves um but they're also investors and i think they find that their time is best served finding deals and working their flips yeah, and yeah. and staying in their lane and they hire me to do what i do best which is selling properties for top dollar. And, and I'm really good at negotiating and, yep. and getting the deal done. And they have confidence in me. They don't even have to think about it, worry right. about it. They know it. I'm on top They know of you're going to get the deal done. I'm going to get the deal done. That's what it's about. Like everybody asks, what's the magic bullet, Alex? Get the deal done. Right. That's work, it. Work, work hard. Work hard. Right. Work hard and get the deal done. Work. You know, and if, if you can't get it done yourself, use your contacts, right? Use people who can get it done. Listen, I've lost a lot of deals, right? But I know a lot of contacts in the business. I know a lot of people that can bail me out in other companies that may be able to do something that I can't do. Right? Absolutely. So, and, and I'm sure, you know, on your side, it, it stinks sometimes to see that a loan officer loses a deal and then it has to give it to another loan officer because it may, may it make everybody's reputation somewhat look bad. But in the end, like you said, the deal's got to close. Right. Right? You got to get it to closing. 
You, and that's the bottom line. You have to, and you have to, you know, leveraging other people, what Correct. people do best. And you, we stay in our own lane. We do what we do best. Yeah. And we try to keep knocking it out of the park. And, um, you, you know, there's really only so many investors. Not, not you know, I, I, I typically, you know, I'm, I'm a South Jersey guy. And there's not a, you know, there's only so many guys out here that have 50, 100, 200, 500, 700,000, 2,000 homes. And my name started spreading throughout that community like, like wildfire. And, and especially even during COVID where the tenant landlord laws were so tough, you know, I would come in as a, a unbiased, you know, an uh, impartial part, impartial party where I could talk to the tenant and, and, and work it out, you know, yeah. work it out to yeah. where we can make it happen and we could hopefully get that tenant into another property or just somewhere other than there um, so that we could sell it. Um, and and I'm really, I'm really, really good at so that. So, Pat, tell us, you know, listen, I work with a lot of newer uh, realtors, okay? Um, I seem to be picking up a lot of newer realtors that are just getting in the business. They need a, a good loan officer, right? Uh, because I, I hate to say the quality of loan officers is unfortunately gone down and I, I'm not putting people down, but I, I just think that that's what I'm seeing before my eyes. The work's not being done, like you said. So, um, and new real, new realtors are getting in and no one's really telling them the guidelines. They're not getting any training. They're sending clients to us. They don't even know if they're, you know, what to begin, how they get qualified or what they got to do. So as a new realtor, what are some of your tips right now? Do you think you could tell them because I'm being asked this all day, they're, what they asked me in the specific question that I want you to answer is, you know, Alex, what uh, you work with all these big realtors, you know, can you tell us what they think that we should be, how should I, what should I be doing right now to, you know, succeed? What do I need to do in order to make it through this market? And what are they doing that, I, that I'm not doing? Absolutely. So I think I have a couple really important things and, and, and there is no magic bullet, right? The, the, the magic bullet is, is work, work, work. But I, I think that that reaching out to your sphere, um, you, you know, putting your ego aside. You know, my buddy George Kelly always talks about amigo or a wego, um, and, and you really have to um, get, you know, put yourself out there. Let people know that that you're in the business. And you know, chances are that the people that know you and like you and trust you, yeah. those are the people that are going to give you a shot. Right. Um, and when you finally get some business, you know, leverage it. You get a listing. Knock on, knock on the doors. Five to the left, five to the right, ten across, ten behind. Um, you, you know, do some mailers. You can do a ton of. You can reach a ton of people with basically no money. Um, you know, find a great lender. You know, such as Alex. That you know, somebody that. Uh, will give you a little bit of guidance and 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 help you get through it. Um, and relationships, you know, I can't stress enough. Uh, and it's not always quantity; it's the quality. You know, you want quality relationships. Um, you you want people to know what you're doing. I think social media. I don't leverage it nearly as much as I need to be leveraging it. I'm trying to do it more. Yeah. Um, but but doing some doing some little videos. Um, you know, and, and I can't tell you the amount of agents, uh, one nice thing about coming to Keller Williams, uh, is, is they really teach that this is a business, right? This isn't a job. We're business owners. So it's nice to be able to, to see agents, especially new agents, getting some, some training on running a business, how to run a business, what it takes to run a business. Um, and, and it's, it's. And dialing, right? Like I know agents that do 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year. And guess what they do every day between nine and twelve? Not at night, not at dinner time. Every day, nine to twelve, their cell phone is off. They have the they have the headset on and, and they're Just dialing, dialing. Dialing, dialing for dollars, right? right? Dialing for dollars. And they're not above it. Right. Um, you know, nobody they're doing is. the work. They're doing the work. They're putting in the work. Uh, and that's what no one sees. You know, they see the awards and, and, and they, you know, why, you know, why isn't that me? It's not you because you're not putting in the work. Right. Um, and you always have to consistently put in the work. So um, I like it. I, I like I, it. I mean, those would be my, I mean, that's, my I think biggest tips. You hit it right on the nose there. You know, and I wanted to touch on something uh, on this episode. It's something, that, you know, if you follow me on social media, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram or wherever you follow me, communication, okay? Mm. Communication is a real problem right now guys listen i'm serious you know and I, i'm getting every day i see i feel myself shouting out loud because it's just so bad 
right? You know, and, uh, you know, I'll yell it to the loan officers that I work with. I'll yell it to my processor. I'll yell it to the owner of, of Green Tree that the, the communication just stinks on the street. Not with those guys. I work for a great company. I have a great processor, Gina, who I've been working with for, for 15, 20 years now. She's amazing. You know, good uh, people in my company. The problem is communication. Listen, if you get a text message, I don't mean to respond in 32 seconds, okay? I'm old school, right? I respond in 32 seconds because I'm an old guy, right? And I don't care what you say I am because I respond in 32 seconds, okay? But if you don't respond in four or five, six hours or two days later, we got a problem, especially if you're buying a house. You're now, if we're talking about what you're eating for breakfast or house of weather, don't respond, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous, right? Yeah. But if we're talking about buying a $500,000 house that we have to close on in two weeks from now, right. and we got deadlines, I got commitment dates to hit, I got closing dates to hit, I have answers to give to you, I have answers to give to the listing agent, I have answers to give to everybody. Right. You know, and if we fail on those deadlines that what me and Pat live on every day, we lose, right? Absolutely. So, and you got to communicate. If you get a text message from your loan officer or an email from your loan officer or a phone call, which is amazing nowadays to get a phone call from You're anybody. But if you do, you got to respond. You got, am and, I right? And I, I am shocked. So I will come in in the morning and, and we'll do our morning huddle and we'll look at the offers. And I may have gotten eight offers the night before and not one of the agents called me, not one of the loan officers called me, no one called, they, they email in the offer, no text, no call, no Nothing. anything. They didn't Nothing. take the opportunity to call me, say, hi, uh, my name is this, I have a buyer, we're, we're putting in an offer on, on this house, uh, you know, they're qualified, even just an opportunity to call me, maybe build a little bit of a relationship. I can't tell you the amount of deals where I've gotten offers accepted for my buyer for, for a lower price because they knew me, they knew I was going get to get it done. I've gotten tons of deals uh, where they just knew Alex and they knew Alex was going to get it done. So nothing other than Alex's reputation got me the deal. They know he's a local guy, he's on top of it, he's going to get it done. And, and my support staff spends an absurd amount of time following up on, on, on lousy, lousy lenders, lousy yeah. title, lousy agents, um, and, and communication, like you said, you know, like, you know, shit happens. It, it, unfortunately, no one likes to give bad news, but you got to give it sooner than later. Yeah. And, and I'm not even going with bad, but, but it's almost like I'm saying we need a pay stub. <laughs> All right, we need a bank statement. It's not even bad news here. Right. It's just, right, it's right. basic. Right. You know, I need a pay, I need a pay right. stub. Right. Not right. three days from now. I, well, what? Where, where were you? Well, you were doing, well, you were busy. Uh, and the new line that I've been getting a lot is, uh, it's buried in my text messages or it's buried in my email or it's, what do you mean buried? Listen, <laughs> man, let me explain something to you. I'm buried all day, okay? <laughs> I, I, I'm buried from the minute I wake up in the morning, ask my wife, to the minute I go to sleep, I don't stop. I mean, that thing just blows up, that phone from text message to email to, I am buried, okay? But guess what? I still respond. Absolutely. You know I do. Absolutely. Well, well, you know, that's 100%. it. 100%. You got it. I'm not saying in the first 30 seconds. I'm just saying politely that day right. if you can. Right. And, and, and I think a lot of, you know, even veteran agents, um, you know, getting, when you, when you don't carry a lot of listings, especially in today, you know, not necessarily maybe this month, but even, you know, last over the past couple of years, you know, you're getting 20, 30 offers on, on a property and, and putting together spreadsheets and, and, and trying to call all these agents back and, and filtering through all this stuff. I, I think the agents that weren't used to that were just shocked and they yeah. would just shut down. They would, they were frazzled, they're freaking out. And, and, but those are the times to implement some systems, you know, implement, um, some discipline and, and set the time aside, uh, because, because you, you, you know, you, you gotta communicate. Yeah. yeah. If you want to eat in this business, you, have to you gotta communicate. No doubt about it. You know, unfortunately a lot of deals have died because people never responded in a timely manner and we missed the dates that we needed to hit. And, uh, of course we get blamed for that, which I, I hate to say, but you know, you, you really have to, my, my message tonight and Pat's message, he can back me up on that is you gotta communicate. Let me ask you a question. A loan officer calls you. Okay, so the offer goes in. 
Uh, I'm the loan officer on the other side. You're the listing agent, right? This is something that newer loan officers should be listening to right now as I say this. Would you rather me text you and say, hey, uh, Pat, I have John Johnson or John Smith approved on this loan. I checked his credit. I checked, Or would you rather me call him? Because sometimes I think if you call the listing agent, they, nah, they really don't want to talk to you, right? They, they're busy. They got a lot going on. Yeah, that's great, Alex. Send me an email. Or you, know, or you could have sent me a text. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, what's better? I, I, I'm old. I want a phone call personally. Me. Okay. Um, but I think, I think it's not a terrible idea to send a text and say, Hey, uh, yep. I'm available for a phone call if you like, but I'm here to tell you, I, like I represent this guy, you know, he's great, you know, debt to incomes and, and yeah. you know, every, all the paperwork's in, all we need is an address. We're going to, you know, throw it on the application. We're, and so if we're I call you and say for 30 seconds, Hey Pat, I've got this guy checked out. We're good to go. You're not going to be annoyed. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. And even my sellers love it, right? Like my, I have a lot of sellers that ask me, have you, did the agent, did the rep, did the agent call you? Did the mortgage rep call you? Uh, or do you know them? Are they good? Do they respond? Um, now, what if you know the company name, but you don't know the loan officer? You still feel good about the company? I, I feel better about it. I'll say I know the company. I'm, you know, I'm pretty. They got a good underwriting staff. They got good appraiser relations. Good. You, you know, t they, they got good systems in place. I get updates. You know, they keep me apprised. I know the owner. He's a he's rock solid. You know, you know this should be a, a relatively good deal. And yeah. and we'll take less money. We'll take less money every day of the week for something that's gonna close. And you know it's gonna to get to the table. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so Pat, we're heading into 2024, right? Yes. Um, it's a big year coming up. Uh, rates have already begun to come down. I'm gonna say that a lot slower. Rates have started to come down. Don't start blowing my phone up right now. I'm not picking <laughs> up, all right? I'm, I'm, I'm on my show. Right. I, I can't do your refi right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I still feel that 2024, I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling like we saw the bottom, right? We saw a lot of pain here this year. We a lot good. of uh, loan officers got out of the business, unfortunately. A lot of my friends, uh, a lot of realtor friends I've uh, made over years and years, right? People like you that are getting out of the business or got out of the business. It feels like the pandemic, like we lost a lot of people. You know, it just cleaned house in the country. Certainly. And, uh, but I think we saw the bottom here and we're heading into the 2024. Rates, you know, Will come down. Don't, I don't know what the number is. Like I said, don't call me right now. I don't know yet. But they will come down, and we will see more houses hitting the market because Pat's already got 50 of them that just hit the market, right? And he's going to get a 50 more another two weeks from now. And then when the rates go down into the sixes, he's going to get 100, right? And then we're going to be blowing up. But I'm going to stop talking because I want to know what happens in 2024. What do you think? So uh, I think rates are going to come down, and, and I think we're going to see another hectic market. Um, I, I, I can't really see any, uh, you know, barring some kind of crazy thing happening in the world, um, I, I really think we're going to have an, a, an aggressive winter um, and, and an aggressive spring. Um, I have a lot of good listings, too. Houses, you know, houses, you know I, had a, I, had a, I put like a good four or five Nice flips on one in Williamstown, one in Barrington, one in Pensalkin, one in Oakland, one in Cherry Hill. Um, All right, and, quit showing off now. All right. <laughs> but, 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 but I was expecting my show, so I have my little showing time thing. And, right. and even though we have to follow up on everything, I, I've been waiting to crack 100. And I've gotten over like 52 showings in That's my awesome. showing time at once. But we're down to like 12. We were down 12, 11, oh, sure. 12. We, everybody saw the bottom. But right? but last week, as of like third, last Thursday, it started spiking up. So um, even just with that little tick down in, in rates, you, you know, the, the buyers are coming back out and, you, you know, in the midst of the holiday season. And, and you think we'll have a big spring market? Will it be? Back to some of what we used to know. I I I, I think I think so. Um, you know, and I and I hope so. Um, it, you know, we, we, we are really ramping up and we're really bringing some new buyers. We have some new, we have a That's couple. why I ask you next, like, what are we doing with your team? Because, uh, you know, it used to be just Pat Gorman, right? It was. And then yeah. it was uh, Pat and his wife, uh, Christine's name, right? So yes. it was Pat and Christine Gorman. Right. Which I said, oh, he's expanding. He's got his wife, which was awesome. It was, it was, right? it was awesome. Now, the red carpet's out, right? And we see the Gorman group yes. has, has come out, which is you know, he's taking it to the next level, which I applaud because Thank you. no one takes it to the next level in one of the worst markets, right? So he's expanding in a bad market, kind of like the Tabernacle Group. I, I'm starting to expand now again as we're doing the podcast and we're going to start building the team again. Like, you, you got to expand in this kind of market, right? Absolutely. So, so you're, you're, you're building the Grooming Group and what's the plans there? 
And, and we're really doubling down. We're doubling down on marketing and, you know, all across the board. And I really didn't realize how much time and effort it took in growing a team and, and the risks and liabilities of having agents working for you uh, that may, uh, uh, tar you know, end up tarnishing your name. And you really have to be careful who you bring on to your team, you know, having the business to sustain them, but more importantly, having the time and to dedicate to training them correctly, um, making sure that they're doing things the right way. Um, because if you're not going to do it the right way, just stay a solo agent, you know, and, and it's, and every, I think everybody sees people, you know, you see so many people starting their, their own groups and, and you know, they, they, you know, agents get over 3 million or 5 million and they think it's the time to start, to start a group, you know, of course, you know, what's the next step, you know, start a group, but it's a lot of responsibility as, as you well know. And I know, um, it, you know, it, it's no it's not joke. all that it's cracked up to be. It, it's really not. So, you know, getting, you know, getting <laughs> that leverage in place and setting up your support staff and making you sure, you, you know, you, you have, um, you know, your marketing plans in, in, in place. And, and I really had no idea how much time, uh, the, the video marketing took. I mean, it takes an, an insane amount of time. Yeah, it's funny that day. you talk about the video marketing. So, Pat, I, we go on Facebook and Instagram a lot now, and I see video after video that he's putting up, right? And this is a, not a market that me and him are really uh, keen to. I mean, we we come from an old school market where you're right. It was just mailings, right? It was just uh, knocking on the door. It was a phone call. It was maybe an email, you know, if, if we were even in that time. Right. You know, it was not making videos and podcasts and and doing all this AI stuff and and chat GPT and all this crazy stuff that they're doing nowadays, right? It's a whole different world. But I see you video marketing big time, but, almost every day now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and we're trying. I was tr I was trying to do. I, I had a goal of doing a video a day. A couple of agents, younger agents, um, I, I saw them doing video marketing, and I always prided myself. No matter what I was selling or listing, I don't care if it's a ten thousand dollar lot. I'm doing professional photos, and and I really prided myself with that. Um, but I think the video, you know, getting a videographer and, and doing, you know, that, that marketing on, on social media is huge and not to leverage social media, you, you have to be insane. Um, and, and even just people reaching out, you know, Hey Pat, I, I, you know, the video looks great. And, you know, my cousin, my uncle, my brother, they're looking to do this or they need help with this. Or, um, you know, I'm hearing from so many people and it's nice to hear from them and it's, it's driving business, you know, almost instantaneously. And, and, and I enjoy it. Um, uh, but, but it is very time consuming and it is a lot of work. Um, and it takes away, you know, there's, there's, you know, unfortunately. Fortunately or unfortunately, I'm in, uh, you know, I do a high volume, a little bit, you know, high, you know, high trans transaction, a little bit lower price points. You know, we're getting our price points coming up with these portfolios and whatnot. But, you know, I need to be very um, efficient in what I do. You know, we don't have any time to mess around. So, so I, I love it, it's time consuming. But, Especially but when you're doing high volume. Ab yeah, absolutely, when you're, absolutely. When you're doing high volume, you got to you got to be able to manage it. You know, I've learned that the hard way. And you, you know, guys are volume. I mean, that's your volume name of driven. the game. You're we're volume, volume driven. driven. You know, as a as a loan officer, you have to be volume driven. Unless you're in like Los Angeles, California, and you're doing three million dollar deals right. every single deal, right? right? Then maybe you don't have to do high volume, right? But when you're in in Philly and Jersey, and you know our volume amounts are not tremendous. They're bigger than they were, sure, yeah, because the market's a lot higher, so it's easier to do a four hundred or five hundred thousand dollar deal now versus what it was five years ago, right? right. Because everything's so high now. But, um, but we're about volume, and the way to do volume is to be extremely efficient, something I'm still learning after 25 years. I'm not perfect. I mess up every day, right? We make mistakes. We go 100 miles an hour when I probably should be going 80, you know? But that is a good thing, because if I wasn't, that's me. You right. know? So I, you know, that's where I came from. That's how I was built. So in order to tone it down, it gets a little bit tough. But you got to manage it because right. if you want to do 15 or 20 deals a month, you better have a business plan in order to do that. Absolutely. You better have a good team like you have. 100%. A, a wife behind you. you right. And you, you have an assistant now, right? Yeah. yeah so so we, we, I just hired a, a, new, a new assistant. She's been with us. She started at the end of September. Uh, we, we're, we're thrilled. Um, she's a rock star. Um, I, um, I, I can't. I don't know what I would do without her actually right now. But she, she's really yeah, that brought, is awesome to hear. She, she's it brought really a is. really she's brought a really cool 
Uh, I can see the relief in your face. Oh my god! Oh my god! Really? I mean, it, it was. We, it's like you we just did drowning. a shot of something. Yes, it just yes, went yes. to your brain. <laughs> <laughs> we we were drowning. We were drowning in work, and we needed help. Um, and, and it's hard. It's hard, as you know. It's hard to find good help right now. Uh -huh. And we were. I was really fortunate. A friend of mine, his fiance needed work. Um, and she came on board and, and she hit the ground running. She's got great work ethic. She's got experience in the game. Um, and, Can I and ask what kind of, older, sure. younger? Younger, age? younger, young. almost so young. I was nervous. Really? Yeah, young and she- It's very is, tough to find, yeah, young. Young and, and reserved, young, reserved. And, um, and my, you know, if, if you see, I should start doing videos of, of as as you know, you know, in in your in your office, you know, our office gets hectic, right? Like it's it's, it's mayhem, right? It's mayhem. You can come here anytime. <laughs> Mikasa, Sukasa, right? That's it. <laughs> mayhem behind the scenes, but she handles it like a champ, and you know, me being able to be out there doing what I do best, which is working deals, and and, and how I, long did you take to find a person like that? It, it years. Right. Years. Yeah. Years and years and years. Um, I know. I know. And, and, and we're thrilled. And, and it's been able to, and I'm so much happier because I get to focus on what I get to do best. Yep. And I really feel like a lot, some of my sellers, especially, like I talk to a lot of my clients every day. We do it. We do what we almost do. like. And a, you can do so much more business Oh, now. my God. It frees you up to bring more in. Right. Right. That's the point of an assistant, guys. An right. assistant isn't to go pick your laundry up <laughs> or go, uh, you know, uh, wash your car or or go get your lunch or, you know, hang out and have a few beers with in the afternoon because you get bored. That's not an assistant. An assistant, right, and it's true. I mean, that, right. that's, uh, an assistant is a person who helps you bring your business to the next level. Right. I learned that a long time ago, you know, when I with Gina in the beginning. I needed a good assistant. I found one, and it took my business to the next level. You know, and you have a rock star. You, you know, got, was, you, you got, but it took it took a long time to find that. Right. But once I got that, then I, you felt like you can take on the world. Right. right? You go out, and you, you attack the business. Right. Because you got somebody in the back end who's got your back. Right. Who's going to make sure that the deals are closing. Abs absolutely. And that's what you have right now. Absolutely. And I, and I think a lot of the people who are successful salespeople are a little ADD'd out, right? But uh, and she gently. We all are. <laughs> And she gently. You don't have ADD in this business. <laughs> Something's wrong with you. I say two things in this business. You either you have to have ADD and you have to drink alcohol. Because if to. you don't do one or the other or both, you have a problem. It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work. Chances are, I'm sure there's an exception in every rule, but um, and really, well, you I find mean, me that exception. I don't. I don't know. One hundred percent. All right, go ahead. And yeah. she, you know, she gently nudges me in the right direction. Correct, you know, like Pat. We got phone calls to make. Pat, we got to do this. Pat, what about that? Pat, yeah. what about that? Yeah. And and um, you know, it really keeps me on task. And we're, we we have a lot of balls in the air. And and you you know, we're getting her a VA. We're going to bring on someone else. And um, are you just, expanding? markets we're going to stay in the we're going to uh, expand we're going to expand we're primarily yeah. what uh, Burlington County or Camden County or where are you I'm sorry so I think I'm actually going to come over the bridge uh, you're going to come to Philly I'm come to Philly I think it'd be crazy not to right yes so I'm going to come over the bridge and and we're going to make it happen let's take it uh, on man we're taking it on Woo! so right so, down Broad Street right down, right down Broad the Street. throat all right. I'm excited. And, we, you know, we're going to raise the price points a little bit. Let's but do this. it's time to get the Woo. Philly market going. All right. And I think it's only natural for me to pop right over the bridge. Um, and I, I, I'm really And just I'm tell really me the difference excited. with the Jersey market right now. Most of my loan officers uh, that I know and uh, realtors that I know are in Jersey, although I've uh, begun to build my business over the last five to 10 years here in Philly. I've been in Philly for 20 years but I really never built my business here as much as I've been doing it over the last five and 10 years. But Jersey's a different market right, than it is here. Absolutely. Uh, do you find it more, why would you want to expand here, I guess? Um, I, I, I think, so I, dom, I dominate the Camden market. Um, and, and we have a retail division and we have an And he's the only division. guy that does dominate the Camden market. So we, <laughs> yeah, we and, and I carry, uh, depending on the quarter, you know, somewhere between some, sometimes 28%, sometimes 18%, sometimes 28%. You know, some months we're 32% of the market. Some weeks we put out 70% of the listings. Um, and, and I mean, I get call-ins we get call-in listings every week. You know, you, you know, who is this guy? How did he do this? They call, they call me. 
Um, and, and, and that's with zero dollars in marketing, um, zero. Um, so, and, and it's a, it's a special kind of thing. So, um, and, 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 uh, you know, for a while, for a while I, I was worried about getting stigmatized, you know, cause obviously we still love, you know, I grew up in Cherry Hill. Uh, a lot of my friends are in Cherry Hill. I, I just moved out of Collingswood and, you know, we love selling houses in Haddonfield and Collingswood and Cherry Hill and Voorhees and Marlton. Um, but we did a but lot of Cherry Hill. Me and you did a lot of Cherry Hill together. Ab absolutely, we did a lot of Haddonfield together too. One hundred percent, and and you know it's nice to do those those higher price points. Um, but but I feel like you have to do it all. Um, and and for a while there, I didn't feel like I was an expert in Philadelphia, and I don't really feel like uh, I should do the take on the job if I'm not an expert. But I'm talking to a couple of guys that are doing real business out here, and they're like, "Look, Pat, if if you can learn these markets." You can do the Philly I market agree. without a doubt. I agree. Uh, let's learn it. Let's let's knock it out. Let's get it going. And and as you know, you know you know all all realtors, all, all loan officers are not created equally. And and you know Philadelphia needs some more really great agents. So yeah, I'm, I'm no, excited. I agree. I think that if you would come over here, I would love it. Um, not that I don't deal with it, uh, good agents over here. I Certainly. do. I mean, but it's always good to get quality, like you said, over quantity. Right. And uh, it's it's tough to find good agents too you know i mean it's you, you can get a hundred agents in an office but how many of them are really worth anything right you know uh we know that because we see the numbers we do the work with them we know who does what and uh you know it's it's, it's few and far between uh, and you got to do you know you got to keep your business diversified right you have to be trying to pull in income any which way you can um you know especially in these tougher markets and i don't think there's a lot of agents out here that can say they're they're growing the, the way that we've been growing through such a difficult market. And, and uh, I mean, and we're pumping out real listings, quality listings and, and rocking them out. So, and, and it's, it's a, it's a true Testament. So one year from now, <coughs> where's Pat Gorman going to be? I would really like to have, um, you know, 20 solid agents, you know, 12, 20, me. no, yeah, wow. no, I would like to really have 20 solid it. agents. You know, we have three or four coming on next week. So you do want to get that big. I do. I do. I, I, I think it would be, would be great. And, and I, you know, if we can't, I, I don't want to grow too fast. Don't get me wrong, but, but I, I feel like we have the infrastructure to support it. Um, you know, we have the budget to support it. We have the, you know, we know the people to support it. And, you know, if it makes, if it makes sense, it makes dollars and, you know, we're going to make it happen. So, um, you know, if, if we can get, if we can find the talent, you know, we're, we're going to make it happen without a doubt. Good. Really so one year from now, 20 agents, I'm, I'm on board. With uh, that, that uh, is, <laughs> I, I, that's, that's, you know, that's music to every loan officer's ears that are, that is listening, but you don't hear many people saying that, you know, I mean, I, I've been uh, doing these interviews and I don't think anybody's told me that. So, you know, that's, that's great news. How about buyers? Um, you know, so you, uh, you're seeing buyers get into this crazy market and uh, what kind of mistakes are you seeing that they're making that they shouldn't be making in order to get an accepted offer. I mean, you, you coach these people every day. I Absolutely. coach them every day too. I mean, I coach buyers to, you know, check their credit before they, you know, see what's on the credit, even before they approach me, you know, make sure their income's in line, get their W-2s and pay stubs in line, get their, get their life in line, yeah, right? What, before what, they, before what, they apply. 100%. And, you know, we still get so many leads that, you know, they want to see the house. They don't want to get pre-qual. They don't want to come in for a consultation, uh, you know, they just want want to go look at houses and and, you know, you're 100 percent right. You know, you need, and and getting with a local loan officer, um, you know, if you you know, I've never seen a deal that you haven't matched or beat. So if you can get the same deal from somebody that's going to answer their phone and, and get the job done, you'd be insane not to take advantage of that. Um, and, and and even like I see a lot of buyers if they're not willing to pay full price, they're not going to look at the house. Uh, the, the market has, you know, shifted a little bit. So, you, you know, just because you're not willing to pay full price doesn't mean you shouldn't go take a look and, and, and try to take a lower stab at it. And we're even, you know, we're seeing sellers accept houses, you know, accept offers with seller concessions. Which is crazy. Right. And, and, and I'm getting repair request lists. You know, I saw a repair request list the other day. It made me want to throw up. I forgot even what it was like to deal with those silly things. But, 
Um, <laughs> it's it's fun. It, I know. You know, you can make it happen now. So you know, you know, get out there, take a shot at it, um, and 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 you know, get with a with a local yep. lender. That that's that's going to help you. you yeah, know, and watch watch the loans that you're being approved for out there. You know, listen, I, I keep hearing grant, 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 grant. Got to get a grant. Got to get a grant. Got to get a grant. Right. Grants are nice, right? So if you get a grant, it's it's money from the state that's given to you uh, to help towards your uh, down payment or closing costs. What's not being told, and I'm going to give you the dirty truth, is that not every loan is approved to get a grant. Right. right? There are guidelines uh, in order to get a grant. Okay, you you the, the loan is sent to the state, the state reviews the loan and then they say yes or no. You know, we're going to give them the grant or we're not going to give them the grant. And unfortunately, I've seen some heartbreak, you know, more heartbreak than I'd like to see. Okay. And I, unfortunately, there's lenders on the street that are saying, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get I'll get you a grant. I'll get you a grant. Knowing that you won't approve for the grant to begin with. Right. Right. Because you know your guidelines as a loan officer, you should know your guidelines up front. So you're you're giving false hope to people to say, yeah, they, yeah, you're gonna get a grant, and then they go in, they're all excited because they're thinking they're gonna get ten thousand dollars. You know they're not gonna get it. Right. Three weeks later, you call them and say, you know what, you can't get the grant, and you're declined from the state. You got to go do a regular FHA loan, and it's one week before closing. Now, right? Ab absolutely. And there's not a lot of guys that can close it in a week like you can. When we have to, right, and we don't want to practice that. No, we don't want to practice it. But 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 it's 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 amazing that you can do that. But but and I'm here to tell you guys, you know, if 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 I have five offers and and one of them, four of them are grants and one is not, you better believe which one's getting picked. It's not the grant. Um, can you say that again? It's not. You're the not going to take the it's grant. Not the grant. What? We're not going to take the grant. This is why you're coming to Philly. Um, you know, because, yeah. and, and it's another, it's, a, it's just another condition that we have to deal with, another contingency that we have to worry about. It's more time, it's more headache, it's more worry. Um, and even your, your typical New Jersey grant, you know, these banks aren't stupid. I, I know they're subsidized, but, you, you know, they're, they're, there's tweaks to these things here, guys. You know, like there's a bump in the interest rate sometimes. There's, you, you know, you got to repay the loan. And, um, you, you know, there, I'm sure there are some grants out there that are pretty cool. But, you know, you don't always qualify for it. And you're going to eat it in the, you may not even get the house. Yeah. So what good is, a, good is a grant if you're not going to get the house to begin with? And you may have to pay an extra twenty, thirty thousand dollars in offering yeah. to get to get ten thousand bucks. Um, it's insane, and it's a shame because now listen, if you if you qualify for it, and I know that you truly can get it, okay, fine. Sure. But um, if you're in a, in a in a a battle between five other people in a house, you're right. You may you may be qualified for it, but you're not going to get an accepted offer because you're up against five other people who are putting twenty percent down, right? Or right, cash, right? And if you're not in the position where you can't put three and a half percent down, maybe it's not time for you to buy a home. Uh, you know, I just maybe, can't believe you even said that. Maybe it's not I time mean, for you to a, buy yeah. a home, right? Like you need a little bit of reserves, <laughs> this is, right? This is making me feel really warm inside. <laughs> you know that you're saying these things. You know why? Because I say that every week. If you're not in a position to put anything down, zero, right. and you have zero dollars in the bank, maybe you should step back and just think about, uh, should I be buying a home right now to begin with? Right. Right. It's time to sit back and put in some savings away. Right. right. Put a little money money on the side, every paycheck. You know, you open a 401k and put a little money in there. See if the company has some type of specialty savings program where you could push 100 bucks a month in there. And then by 12 months, you have 1,200 bucks or maybe even double. You have 2,500, whatever it may be. You know, zero dollars is not, you're not entitled to get a mortgage just because everybody else is getting a mortgage. Right. Right? A a uh, yeah, absolutely. There are what happens when your heater breaks? What happens when you need a new roof, right? Guys, no don't money. get me wrong. I'm going to want to buy your distressed home uh, for pennies on the dollar. But maybe you should keep renting for a little bit. You know, it's yeah. not the worst idea. Um, yeah. Until you're ready. And, and look, I've done a lot of stupid things in my life. And, and I wasn't ready to do certain things. Um, but, but you, you know, sometimes you need to take a hard look in the mirror yeah. and say, you know what, when I have, maybe you can, you know, you can have 10 grand and still take the grant. But why not take a step back, put a little bit of a cushion aside, and, and then reevaluate? You know, be, because home ownership is 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 a responsibility. Sure, it's a responsibility, and it can hurt you and it can break you um, if you're not ready. So you know, make make you make know sure that you're they ready. look at, and this is a, a tip for anyone watching this. Do you know that they look at your bank account 
to see how much money you actually have in the bank. And you know, let's say you have thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars sitting in your bank account, but you're asking for a ten thousand dollar grant. Does this make sense? Right, right. You know, I mean, they're going to say, well, "Well, why are we giving this guy ten thousand dollar grant? He's got fifty thousand dollars sitting in his bank account." <laughs> right. Like you got to think to yourself, "Well, I'm a first time buyer, so I'm entitled." I understand, but they're still going to look at that. And right. they may find a way for you not to qualify because you got, they know you got the money in there. Right. And why not get rid of the PMI? Why not put 20% down? down, right? Put it down, get a better interest rate, um, you know, buy your rate down a little bit. Uh, you know, no PMI is huge. Um, you, you know, I, yeah. I couldn't see myself buying a house any other way than, than you know, 20% down, conventional. Um, and there's a good chance that I'm going to be able to buy that home for for significantly less money yeah. because I'm going to be a better buyer with better terms uh, that's more likely to close um, and 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 at the end of the day I think that's a a, a better position. Don't get me wrong, it, you know, take if you, if you don't have any money and you have to do the grant and you know there are exceptions to every rule, but but I really think you should have a little bit of reserves before you go and buy a home. Great. So listen, in in closing here. You know, I could probably go on all day with this guy. I mean, Absolutely. this is like, it, it doesn't even feel like, it feels like the show didn't even start here. Like, <laughs> I don't know. We got another two hours, I think, to go. Absolutely. You know, it's a, this is a telethon here, not a, you know. Uh, you know, this is the kind of guy you want to talk to if you're getting in the market, right? He's the kind of guy that's going to straight shoot it. He's going to tell you what's going on. Uh, I've, I've seen it. I've been on the phone with him. We've, we have structured, mechanically put things together that probably most teams have not, right? We've brainstormed. You know, if I got a problem, I tell him. If he's got a problem, he tells me. That's called teamwork. Teamwork is how you're going to get the deals to closing nowadays. If you don't have teamwork with your loan officer or your loan officer doesn't like the – these loan officers say, I don't like realtors. What do you mean you don't like realtors? What? They, you got to like them and they got to like you. Absolutely. It's called a relationship. It's called a team. And right. that's the reason why the deals get to closing. Absolutely. It, it just, I, I don't know how quickly we're going to stop, but I want to tell people that you need to have an open line of communication with your lender, just like you do your realtor. People call me and say, well, 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 what do you think about this with Alex? Or what do you think I should do about the loan? And they call Alex. I'm yeah. not a loan officer, right? right? And, I know. and, and I Alex know. answers the phone. He knows what he's doing. He's more than happy at, to help. It's like they're afraid to talk to me. You know, you, you, I'm you not going to bite your head off. Absolutely not. I, I, my job is to tell you what to do. And he's here to help, right? right. He's here to help. He's here to problem solve. And, yeah. you know, you, you need to have an open relationship with your lender just like you do your realtor. And, and, they, and they can help you. you know? Yeah, sometimes and, the realtor takes on too much. Absolutely. And they well, shouldn't take on all that. You know, if it's a lending question, push it to the loan officer. Right. They're licensed. That's in, why in they loans. get paid. Right. So, listen, thanks for coming on. Thank you. I mean, it was all that I expected plus some. I right? appreciate so it, brother. I look forward to seeing you on Broad Street. Right? I'm looking your, your forward pictures, to it. Your, your, you know, your, your, your marketing, because you'll probably be the only one that is marketing. I hope right? so. And, we're going to be uh, sending a drone right down yeah, Broad yeah. Street, <laughs> like, the field, like the opening of the Eagles game. I'm going to be on the back of it. Flying <laughs> down and uh, you know, being having fun, but I, I appreciate you. Appreciate you for the last uh, 15 plus years we've worked together. Uh, great guy, and uh, he'll be back. Don't worry. So, have a great one. I'll see you on the next episode.